0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Enterprise Biz bites I'm Roshan Kahneman in the studio this Tuesday with Rich Bradbury. And not to make a mistake, it is, in fact, Tuesday. <laughs> the date is June 6th, and uh, we are about five minutes past 12 p.m. right now. Richard Bradbury, how was your long weekend? It was a
1: busy one, actually. Uh, my name, some family visiting around, a bit of cooking going off, a couple of photo shoots, not for me, but for other people. Brilliant. You know, just stuff to keep you busy. I mean, otherwise you're going to get lazy when you have too much time at home or spend time on Netflix
0: doing that's things. That's true, that's you know, true. But Okay, how about you? What did you get up to? Uh, I hosted a friend's quiz over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. I finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, not seen it yet. Um, it was emotionally... Uh, traumatic. Oh no, oh no. For a variety of reasons. I felt that same way when I heavy. watched
1: the Apple uh, launch of their new product this morning. That was emotionally <laughs> traumatic as well when I saw the pricing <laughs> of
0: that thing. My word. $3,500, 16,000 ringgit available sometime on next year. What earth is that? Yeah. Um, but you know, that's a conversation for another day. It is indeed, yes. Today, Rich, um, we're talking a little bit about, about uh, something regional, right? Mm-hmm. So because on Friday, we saw HKSTP or the Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks Corporation uh, talk about a plan to empower Malaysian businesses and talents with global growth ambitions to unlock the uh, the Hong Kong Greater Bay Area China, and China market opportunity. They launched two things in particular. One was the Innovation Mixer, mm. which is supposed to be this outreach program aimed at collaborating with enterprises and talent from around the world to expand innovation and technology ecosystems in the region. But they also unveiled this other a pretty interesting thing which is the Market Discovery Program and they say that this is designed for global mm-hmm. tech ventures expanding their reach into China and broader Asian markets through Hong Kong so trying to you know, emphasize or reinforce Hong mm. Kong as that gateway to Asia. Right.
1: And of course, uh, it caught our attention and uh, we wanted to learn a bit more about what these two initiatives might look like uh, and their potential impact. So we've got in touch with Albert Wong, the CEO of HKSTP to help break all of this down for us. Uh, but before we get him on the line, here's a bit of background to provide a, a little bit of context. So HKSTP been around since around 2001, so around 22 years, and they've tried to build up Hong Kong as an international innovation and technology hub. And some of the ways they've tried to do this include attracting and nurturing talent while helping to accelerate innovation and commercialize technology for
0: entrepreneurs to not just grow in Hong Kong and the Greater Bay Area, but also Asia and beyond. And if we take a look at some quick numbers here, just to show some of the achievements they've done. Um, So they helped establish an ecosystem that supported 14 unicorns. That's one four, Um, (laughs) you know, compared to the two and a half, I think, that we have, Uh uh, along with a whole bunch of R&D hubs They've got around 13,000 research professionals and over 1,400 technology companies focused on health tech, AI, robotics, fintech, smart city technologies, all the things that we are really kind of focusing on right now. All the cool stuff. All the cool stuff. And you know, if you have any thoughts on the importance of creating market access between Hong Kong and the Greater Bay Area with Malaysia and Southeast Asia, we'd love to hear your thoughts on WhatsApp at uh, on our U-Mobile number, that's 18 But without any further ado, mm. to get more on what this Innovation uh, Mixer Outreach Program looks like and how the Market Discovery Program could benefit Malaysian businesses, today we're speaking with Albert Wong, CEO of HKSTP. Once again, that's the Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks Corporation. Uh, Albert, can you hear us loud and clear? Yeah. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we're doing very well. Thank you so much for the time. So, Albert, you were uh, currently if I'm wrong here, but you went in Malaysia for two days last week. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about your visit here and your impressions of the country.
2: Oh, it's always fascinating and uh, happy to be, to be in Malaysia. I actually have spent bit, quite a bit of time in my previous life in, the, uh, in Malaysia, Singapore. Um, we'll say it was a good visit and uh, we, met, we met with a lot of um, talents and uh, we met with a lot of companies and also some officials. So it was a very fruitful trip for me.
1: Uh As many Malaysians will be asking and thinking right now, Albert, they'll be thinking, what is your favorite Malaysian food?
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, um, There's a lot of them.
1: uh, There's uh, too many, uh, Albert, right? Nasi
2: Nasi ayam. Uh Aha. um, okay, that's a good uh, bet. Yep, yep, yep. Of yep. course, satay, other you, things.
1: You're playing it safe, Albert. Well done, well done. <laughs> now, uh, as we mentioned just earlier on, um, you launched this outreach program called the Innovation Mixer. Can you tell us a, a bit about the background of this initiative and how it came to be? Uh, how it came to be?
2: Yeah, it, it, well, it's all about technology. So what we do is to uh, our job in Science and Technology Park, as you talked about at the beginning, is to uh, bring research into technology. That the, there's a difference between research and technology and, and, and development because um, you can do all the things in the lab. And uh, our job is not so much about you know uh, doing the research, but bringing the research into products commercialization. Mm. Um, and uh, the, one of our big biggest missions is to bring these technologies from Hong Kong, from China, to the rest of the world. And technology has no has no has no border. Um so uh Southeast Asia Malaysia is a good um good stop and uh, we bring a few companies including some of the famous names that are from Hong Kong SenseTime, Lala Nana Move and a few other uh startups to explore the uh, the market and talents in uh, Southeast Asia and we thought that Kuala Lumpur is a good good place to explore that market so we actually brought uh actually uh, eight companies to go there and uh, we met with a lot of uh, talents and potential opportunities. And also, at the same time, we want to uh, get a few more people to um, to work in the technology sector. So there's the, But this basically twofold. One is to bring businesses to uh, small, medium enterprises to explore businesses in Southeast Asia. At the same time, we may want to hire a few talents from Malaysia, mm. uh, possibly working in Malaysia and possibly bringing bring them back to Hong Kong, bring to Hong Kong, not back to Hong Kong, <laughs> but uh, uh, give them a career development. And we, we send them back. Um, but uh, but the, the, the thing is, at any one time in the science park you mentioned, we have 1,400 companies, uh, 19,000 working population of that, 13,000 uh, research and development. At any one time in the science park, we will have opening for more than 1,000 R&D jobs, at right. least 1,000, sometimes 2,000. They are all in genomics and engineering, coding, AI, data, you name it. So, And we thought that Malaysia would be a good place to, um, to bring talents, either working in-country or in Hong Kong. So that, that's, one of the, that's one of the main reasons we, why we went there.
0: So but just to get some clarity over the program here, so is the Innovation Mixer a one-off, like we'll bring companies to Malaysia, socialize them with the, uh, the local ecosystem, or is it an ongoing uh, socialization program? So there's a bit of like a formal, uh, like an exchange program. Yeah,
2: oh, definitely. It's, it has to be ongoing. It cannot be just one off because if it's one off, then um, it's not worth the effort. Um, we, mm. we really believe that Southeast Asia is a huge market opportunity for businesses, for technology, and also for talent. So we're going to, we, well, this is the first time we tried uh, outside of Hong Kong. Uh, we're going to do it again. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll be back to Malaysia again. Mm. Um, and uh, we really think that uh, Southeast Asia with the start in KL is a good start.
1: Now, aside from the mixer, you unveiled the market discovery program uh, designed for global tech ventures, expanding their reach into China and and broader Asian markets through Hong Kong. And it looks like it's trying to position Hong Kong as a port of entry to tap into some of the Asian markets. Uh, And that's great for Hong Kong. What's the upside for Malaysia and other countries in the region?
2: Yeah. Hong Kong, uh, itself is a 7 million population. Uh, it's a up and coming. It's a good place, but it's not a huge market. Right. But if you cross a border into Shenzhen up north, all of a sudden you're looking at 87 million population yeah. or 1.7 trillion US dollar in GDP. That's a huge market. Um, so we thought that all the technology companies would find this interesting. Um, I, 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 I I think Malaysia is a big market as well, but uh, technology has, has no boundary. And uh, I suppose that the technology companies from wherever would like to explore this huge market, 87 million population, 1.7 trillion GDP, and potentially talking about 1.4 billion population in China. Um, and also on the on the other, on the other end, uh, move there are a lot of technology companies in China who would like to explore businesses in we call the Belt and Road Initiative, Southeast Asia. So it's a two-way street. So uh, we would like to help companies in Malaysia, Southeast Asia to explore that huge market in China because um, um, technology has to find a home for application for commercialization. And we thought that this 1.7 trillion GDP, is should be attractive and we'd like to help.
0: Yeah. So maybe we can contextualize this a little further. So one part here, or the main, a key part here is building this bridge between uh, Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Hong Kong, and the Greater Bay Area. So there's this two-way kind of uh, movement. Um, Is that the extent uh, to the plan to empower Malaysian businesses and talent to unlock the market opportunities, or is there a bit more uh, to this?
2: Oh, very much. I mean, um, again, first of all, the 1.4 billion population is is a very attractive market. But uh, it's a different culture, you know, um, business culture, regulatory framework, pricing, business model, everything. Um, it, it's the same everywhere in the world. If I go to a new, new place to do business, you've you got to learn, you got to adapt to it. So our job is not just so much about bridging or just giving you an introduction or giving you a name or website to look at. We want to help you figure out the cultural differences, um, adapt to the, um, to the local regulatory framework. At the end of the day, um, the, uh, the tech ventures have to do it on their, on their own. But uh, having a introduction, a, um, a middleman or, or someone who knows a little bit about business in China, I thought would be helpful. My, I personally have, have spent many, many years working in multinational in China. It is not easy doing business in a new, new country. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think having someone giving you a direction or, or helping, I thought would be, uh, would be useful.
0: Albert we've got more to get into so don't go anywhere just yet we've been speaking to Albert Wong CEO of HKSTP that's the Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks Corporation tell us what you think over on WhatsApp at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio what do you think about this bridge between Southeast Asia and the Hong Kong the greater Hong Kong area I'm Roshan with Richard and you've been listening to Enterprise Biz Bytes here on BFM 89.9 Be financially minded. BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bytes. you're here with Roshan and Richard. If you just joined us last week, HKSTP, that's the Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks Corporation, revealed two initiatives. That's the Innovation Mixer, which is an outreach program aimed at collaborating with enterprises and talents from all around the world to expand innovation and technology ecosystems in the region and also the Market Discovery Program, which looks to be designed for global tech ventures expanding their reach into China. China. China and broader Asian markets through Hong Kong. Uh, Today on BizBytes, we've been exploring what these initiatives could look like and the potential benefit to Malaysian businesses. And helping us with this discussion today has been Albert Wong, the CEO of HKSTP. So, Albert, there's a little bit of this movement to create this bridge between the Hong Kong area and the Southeast Asian region. In mid-May, the City University of Hong Kong launched their HK Tech 300 Southeast Asia Startup Competition in Malaysia. And a key theme there that came up during our conversation with Professor Michael Young a few weeks back was this notion of building that corridor between Hong Kong, China and Southeast Asia. Albert, maybe give us a bit of context here. What's behind this sudden interest in Southeast Asia?
2: Well, first of all, um, these, um, technology in- innovation entrepreneurship of Hong Kong is, has been going on for the past six, seven years. First of all, I would say, If your impression about Hong Kong is about finance, tourism, logistics and uh, retail, I wouldn't blame you because that's what we have been doing for for a long time. Mm. But the government and actually the Chinese Mm -hmm. government and Hong Kong has been pushing for innovation technology uh, in the past six, seven years. A lot of resources have been put into that. And uh, we have grown our ecosystem in Hong Kong quite a bit. Um, in Sein like I said, fourteen hundred companies and nineteen thousand working population, of with thirteen thousand R&D. Uh, we also create a number of uh, communal facilities in the in the in the park, such as sensors, semiconductor, data, AI, biomedical, animal facilities, all the things in, in the park, so that small companies can come in and start doing the product development. And we also provide them with things like investors network. Uh, we are, all, uh, we, as a science part, also, we are also a venture investor. So we can invest, invest in uh, startup companies. So we can, and also the university in Hong Kong are doing a lot of this work. So a lot has changed in Hong Kong in the past few years on that kind of backdrop, um, we want to expand our ecosystem even further. Not just expanding within the Hong Kong you know, uh, community, the talents from Hong Kong, but also attracting the best technologies, best companies, best, best talent mm. to, the, to Hong Kong. Mm. Because we need to expand multiple scale. On the one hand, we want to provide this kind of uh, opportunity for local Hong Kong people. But at the same time, we have to be the hub, the melting pot of technology companies and talents from all over the world to explore China and Hong Kong, Southeast Asia in Hong Kong. So that, that is a, um, I would say, a uh, orchestrated kind of um, development from within and also expand to the region. And uh, I, again, like I said just now, Southeast Asia, Malaysia is a good source of these technology and talents. So uh, that, that's why we're there and we're going to be there again.
1: Mm. I'm glad you used the word orchestrated there uh, as well, Albert, because that's going to bring me to my next question as well. And this this potentially aligned goals and the fact that these uh, things were launched just three weeks apart. Is this part of a larger coordinated effort by Hong Kong to engage Southeast Asia, would you say then?
2: Yeah, definitely. And actually, I I can tell you that I think in the next few weeks, there will be other government official visits to Southeast Asia. Right. So uh, orchestrated is probably a a strong word, but uh, we are really looking at Southeast Asia as a market and also as a source of uh, technology and talent. Mm -hmm. And once again, uh, things are happening so fast in the technology world and uh, we've got to keep going and we've got to keep exploring. And uh, I, I, again, Southeast Asia is, is a big market. It's a big source of talent, big source of um, of uh, innovation technologies. So we got to we got to develop it together.
0: So Albert, the delegation that visited Malaysia and Singapore last week included park companies such as and quite familiar names to us, yeah. Lalamove, Move, SenseTime, and Huawei, who came down and shared their business expansion plans as well as talent recruitment plans for Southeast Asia. Um, From those discussions or from that sharing, what can you tell us about the tangible benefits Malaysia will see from the Innovation Mixer and Market Discovery Programme? What kind of investment or infrastructure development should we be expecting to see?
2: Yeah, a number of things are going on. First of all, these big names, SenseTime, Huawei and LalaMove, these are all Science Park companies in Hong Kong Science Park. These are all, um, uh, I would say, relatively large companies that are doing research and development in Hong Kong Science Park. Um, we also, together with these three, we have a number of other smaller companies that were that incubated from, from here. So um, they, are, they are going to Southeast Asia, to Malaysia to look for business opportunity, look for investment opportunity, and look for hiring talent opportunities. At the same time, we are also looking for hiring talents and bring them to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, at any one time, not just these eight companies, we have 1,400 companies at any one time. We are hiring at least a thousand openings. We have at least a thousand openings uh, looking for R and D talents, and uh, we think that uh, Southeast Asia would be a good source of these this kind of talents. Like I said, I, I, uh, a little bit of a, a, a tongue in cheek. There are a lot of successful relations in Hong Kong. Uh, imagine Michelle Yao, mm. and uh, we're gonna <laughs> so we're gonna help bring some of these technology talents to Hong Kong explore their career in hong Kong, um, and uh, I, I i myself have, have worked overseas and i really thought that it was a great opportunity for myself to develop. And I we hope that we could provide a kind of opportunity for talents in Malaysia.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, um, HKSTP, HK, you've established this uh, tech e- ecosystem. Uh, let's talk about some of these numbers. Supported 14 unicorns along with R&D hubs with over 13,000 research professionals, over 1,400 tech companies focused on health tech, AI, robotics, fintech and smart city technologies, as you've mentioned. So, what advice do you think or notes do you have for any Malaysian policymakers or support system players as we strive to create our own thriving ecosystem?
2: Well, first of all, I, I, I wouldn't dare to give advice because I'm not a policymaker. I'm just a, a, a hardworking person. But anyway, um, the number one thing is that um, technology uh, is disrupting, disrupting our life. It cannot be stopped. All right. and uh, it, is in, it is so pervasive, it is happening in all parts of our lives. Yeah. Uh, the number of semiconductors that are around us, the number of sensors that are around us, IoT around us is just mind-boggling. And also the biomedical development, like uh, genomics and diagnostic methods and um, stem cell, all the technology are happening so quickly. Also, um, if you think about, we're talking about Web 3.0 now, two years ago we talked about blockchain, Last year, we talked about metaverse. Do we still talk about metaverse? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So you know what I mean? Things are changing so yeah, quickly, yeah, 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 yeah. and you just cannot stop. And we're talking about large language model, generative AI, chat GPT, these kind of things. Um, my, my only thing is that technology is all around us. Mm. It's happening. Mm. We, we have to embrace it. We have to embrace it with open mind, knowing that things will come and go. So our job is to create that kind of platform to encourage whatever technology that is going to happen we will be there to catch. Uh, I keep saying that, well, I, I would not predict what's going to happen next year. It will be ChatGPT. It would be, you know, uh, genetic AI could be genomics, but could be something else. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there'll be something else. So our job as Science Park or maybe potentially to the regulators is that to open your arms, welcome technology, build the platforms, encourage youngsters to try the new ideas, let them fail and help them succeed. So these are the things that we are doing in Hong Kong. And that's one of the reasons why we go to Malaysia, because uh, I know that there are a lot of yeah, uh, energetic, good youngsters in R&D, in engineering, in genomics, in biomedical, stem cell, all the things that would be interested in, uh, in exploring a career, a future in, in this part of the world.
0: Great. Albert, uh, on that note, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for breaking down these different initiatives. We look forward to seeing how they play out. Thank you. Thanks, Albert. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that was Albert Wong, CEO of HKSTP, the Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks Corporation, talking a little bit about their visit to Malaysia last week and the, some of the initiatives that mm. have come up from there. So, some big names came to town uh, to talk a little bit about their expansion plans and um, a little bit of like this beauty contest going on. Everyone's coming down, building this corridor with Southeast uh, Asia. Um, Rich, was there anything in particular that caught your attention when speaking to Albert? Yeah,
1: I I love the way in which he talked about how uh, people's opinions of of Hong Kong, you know. It's tourism, it's food, it's this, and then you know, learning about all this stuff from Albert right now about how quickly they are developing and how quickly they've pivoted for well, not even pivoted, just kind of slowly, not even slowly. You know, <laughs> well, I can't it's been, say it's been so a, sort of, a twenty-year
0: journey for well, them a 20, as well. Yeah, but
1: a twenty-year journey. But like Albert's just said, the, the the way in which tech is changing so oh, quickly. Right. Talk about the tech specifically, yeah, and how fast it, it's been. Just just two years ago, we are we're talking about a completely different set of tech. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do a tech show, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know. Who are the right people to be talking to right now? You know, should I be looking to the U.S.? Should I be looking to Hong Kong? Where should I be looking? Albert's really helped me pin down a few things. I'm going to speak to some more uh, Hong Kong tech companies. I think, over I, in a few and
0: weeks. I think that's really important because what we're seeing is this bridge, uh, this corridor being uh, actively being built, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, some of us refer to it as the Belt and Road Initiative. That's one part of it, but using uh, Hong Kong as that corridor to the Greater Southeast Asian market um, is going to be interesting, especially because. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, something he made clear very early in our conversation was this element of commercialization. Yeah, R&D is great, but if you don't commercialize it, it's worth nothing, right, you know, right. in terms of how you apply it. So how we apply this technology uh, or the different kind of commercializations will be interesting, which is why if we tie back to that conversation we had with Professor Michael Yang of the City University of Hong Kong, mm. one of the initiatives they were doing in this, again, this corridor being built with Southeast Asia was using their IP and their patents to like, okay, here are some opportunities for you to commercialize our IP, uh, just license it from us, and you mm. know there's some kind of mutual arrangement that can be made there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting there, especially in a world where you're seeing this, this the, the US-China uh, trade war um, uh, and the ramifications from that. Right, there's increasing polarization. Malaysia as a country doesn't, we don't need to necessarily pick sides here, right? Mm-hmm. This is a this is someone else's game. Yeah. So, in an area where. Uh, we are seeing benefits from all these other different things. It could be interesting to see um, how the re- this builds Southeast Asia.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm interested to see you know Singapore playing in, in, in this game as well, what happens with that.
0: For sure. Um, if you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app and uh, if you haven't already done so, of course. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast players. Just search for Enterprise Biz Bites. Looking ahead, after the 1pm news bulletin, we've got the Breakfast Grill replay. Found it more than 150 years ago in Canada, Sun Life provides life insurance, health insurance, investments and financial planning services. Global President and CEO Kevin Strain shares with us his their financial performance and expansion plans in the region. He spoke to Philip C. earlier this morning. Catch that after the 1 p.m. news bulletin. Uh, for now, though, uh, I'm Russian Kinderson with Richard Bradbury in the studio wishing you a great day ahead. This has been Enterprise Biz Bites. Catch you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Keep it here at BFM 89.9.